Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 22. I'm your host, Killian Vigna, and today I'm joined by Zoe Bilil Springer, your co host. In this week's episode, Zoe will run through two guest articles five expert tips for improving salon team morale and the ins and outs of selling more retail. We're also going to bring in some members of the marketing team to talk about their day in your shoes. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) So we usually kick off the show with some blogs online, Zoe, but um, today we're going to just get straight into the day in the life. We have Alex Quinn and we have Aoife Kelly Cooney from the marketing team. So the two of you have just finished up uh, work placements, work experience, shadowing, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. What do you call it? Shadowing, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Going in giving your expert advice. That's what it was, wasn't it? Well, I have to say, I was actually given the expert advice (laughs) in the salon rather than the other way around. So where did you go? Uh, So I went uh, to experts uh, last Thursday. And I spent a day there with uh, Christina on on uh, reception. Christina's the salon manager there. And uh, to be honest, I have to say... You know, we did our training before we went in and I thought, you know, we're going to be able to show them maybe a little bit of the software they haven't been using yet. But Christina's pretty much an expert. She could be training people in how to use Forest and, uh, <laughs> and in how to provide excellent customer service. So I actually learned a lot. And um, surprisingly, I found like obviously experts are a salon that have an amazing reputation um, for their treatments. But the actual customer service side is nearly as important as their amazing treatments. So so it all really ties together so well in their salon. They're, pr- they're pretty much run a model salon there. Mm-hmm. It's it's like what you would like your model training salon to be, seriously. <laughs> yeah, because we know, like we had Ronan on before and like the man knows the software inside out. Mm-hmm. But you were saying about the customer service, customer experience. Mm-hmm. That's where he panicked. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, no matter how well he knew the forest software, yeah. it was actually like... It was whole... actually like answering the phone, doing yeah. things on the software, chatting to people, offering yeah. water, coffee, tea. Yeah. yeah, so like when we say we're going to go in and we're going to do work placement with you, it's really shadowing because... Like you guys are the ones that are actually out using the system, using mm. it with your client clients. We just know about it, like exactly, <laughs> yeah. And you went as well, Aoife, but in a different salon. So yeah, a different that? salon. I would say it was a like fairly different experience to what Alex had on Wexford. Mm-hmm. I went to Leslie's, um, and Leslie's been with us since two thousand and six, so she's one of our first ever clients. And so Leslie's a fantastic client, absolutely adores Forest. And of course, we love her as well. <laughs> but um, she, because there's a, they're a much smaller salon than Wexford, mm. there's only four staff. And um, they just really underutilize the system because of time restraints. Mm. And similarly to Wexford's, they have an amazing customer service. So um, Leslie said 90 to 95% of their clients are repeat clients. So yeah. they really have no time to kind of step away from their clients and use the software. Yeah. So features like the marketing, things were really underutilized. But it was great to just give her tiny tips on, you know, sharing reviews and things like that. So they're just mm. small things you can do mm. that don't take that much time that make a huge amount of difference. Yeah, so yeah, that was great. And we do know that. That's why we've kind of, I suppose, Connor, Connor is our marketing manager. He set us with the task of, going out and do the placement to try and find out how much of the system our clients are actually using mm-hmm. it and I suppose where can we help where can we find um, I suppose room for improvement where can we push yeah. training and stuff like mm-hmm. that because 
like there's no point in having this system if you're only going to use 10% of it mm. try and maximise it and it really will that's where you'll start seeing the benefits mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely and like I mean I was in I was also in the UK uh, on Friday Saturday uh, in Bliss Skin Beauty with Fiona Bickett and uh, you know they, they're they they're quite a small salon as well like they're only three and they just actually took on a new therapist like mm-hmm. so that now they're three but they were actually only two for like mm-hmm. the longest time and um, but in saying that, they they're, they're also have uh, they also have a repeat clientele base, um, but they were quite aware of like all the the eras of the the software. So that was really interesting to see, and they've they've used Client Reconnect. The only part that they were kind of they needed improvement from our part was the email editor, but mm. we kind of all know that already. I'm I working suppose. on it. Yeah, we're all working <laughs> on it very hard. <laughs> but yeah, so that was really interesting as well to see. Mm. Uh, from that little um, little town in Budley. Yeah. yeah, I think from our perspective, like having worked um, in the first impressions team for almost three years, like front of house, taking calls from salon owners and people who are working in salons, you just think that mm. there's small problems that can be resolved very quickly. But when you see how much, like how little time they actually have in a salon, yeah. I can see how something tiny to us can be massive for them and really disruptive. Yeah. So, like it gave gave me a very good perspective on that. It was quite eye opening. Like yeah, the like, time they really have. Like we do talk to some clients, especially like I'd be talking to clients on phone stuff, and they are just literally off their feet. Mm. They're just like mm-hmm. they barely get five minutes, barely even get a fag break. Like yeah, so. It's it's trying to yeah. find ways around that. So we know like we can keep giving you education and stuff like that. But if you don't have the time to do it, then what's the best route for us to approach it then? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I've got Huckle the Barber coming up this Friday, and I can't wait, but, like, I looked at Huckle the Barber, and they're nailing it, like, their marketing and stuff like that is brilliant, and that's where, I suppose, I specialise is the email marketing, the SMS marketing, then with the Grow Guys, so I do understand that, but now I want to go in and see how to use the rest of the system, so I've got my training lined up for tomorrow. Uh, full house, Feeling full nervous? Day. Nervous? Yeah? Uh, oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> how are you guys feeling before? Because I was feeling kind of nervous just because I've never worked in the beauty industry at all before so it's kind of like I'm confident of my skills with the software Mm. but I have no idea what I'm doing in that environment I was nervous I was nervous chatting uh, to clients but actually to be honest I thought I thought it was going to be much um, more frantic but to be honest I think they were on such a calm front of house and also um, Waxbirds clients they pretty much book in straight away after their appointment mm-hmm. so there's no really like mm. frantic call centre situation going on it's actually very considering that uh, they're all day ripping hair out of people's <laughs> bodies it's very <laughs> tranquil environment <laughs> really. there's no screaming and shouting it's all very it's actually all very pleasant it's it's definitely mm. um, what you wouldn't expect a waxing salon to be like people come there for a nice treatment rather mm. than um, being all stressed about yeah. a painful experience mm. so it's actually it's actually very calm environment yeah yeah and what about you were you nervous at all going yeah in? of course I think you're always going to be somewhat intimidated when it's a new environment but I think on the flip side my comfort area would be dealing with clients yeah and customer service so I found like small talk was really saving my life I was frantically <laughs> trying to scroll through the screen I was like and so tell me about your weekend and great I'm day it was yeah it was a great day so it was a great point of conversation so yeah I'm going to say sorry to Chris's clients now but I'm going to be talking about the weather a lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just love to talk about the weather yeah. but um, yeah no it's great because we're all going to diff- like we know we kind of put it down to there's hair there's hair and beauty and then there's spa well 
there's so many more different kind of, I suppose, sectors of mm. the, the salon industry. And we're all trying to do a different one. Like Alex going mm. to Waxpert, so that's hair removal, especially. Um, you you went to beauty. beauty. Mm-hmm. It was beauty kind of spa as well. Yeah, and then I'm going to Barber's as well then. So, um, But I will also be doing a salon day. So if, Connor, if there is I anyone out there. I believe doing a hair salon. So, yeah, yeah. So I think we're yeah. covering a good bit of ground here. Exactly. We get to we come need back someone and go kinda, nails now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, nail I could get my nails done. Oh. So I'll jump in there. Um, any nail bars out there give us a shout yeah. if you want a free free receptionist for today <laughs> I would love shadower, to do shadower I can't emphasize this enough I'm there to watch you yeah. that doesn't happen no, no. just no. get thrown straight into yeah, it yeah, yeah. pretty much but that's what I'm saying it's like years of working in shops and stuff like those I think it'd be alright but the mm-hmm. software yeah training have a lot of uh, work with me tomorrow <laughs> ah, but realistically you still kind of use it a lot because you you kind of flow between grow and marketing so you still use the system quite a lot wouldn't you I play around with the email editor yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm comfortable enough with it I'm just kind of you know yourself nerves yeah well, of course I was a first time <laughs> user and I was I was terrified to be yeah. honest and everybody's telling me oh don't worry you know you're not going to be on your own this was coming from my team yeah. in, in Forest but when I went out there I didn't realise that the guys have no receptionist and they were back to back appointments yeah it was the same for so me I was, I, like, I was on oh, my okay. own <laughs> but it's a testament to the software that it was so easy to navigate yeah. Yeah. and then of course I did have my mobile phone and a few support contacts oh yeah same <laughs> and a hotline I was like don't let me down oh, I'm bringing my messenger up with me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, it's actually like it was the same for me because I wouldn't be using the software on a daily basis at all but it's still it's quite intuitive yeah. I think especially for the basics like making an appointment yeah. cashing people out it's kind of you pretty much would be able to do it even with very limited or no training yeah so it's, definitely it's kind of so all in all life. good experience learn much would you do it again definitely definitely yeah. I really enjoyed it I would definitely uh, love to get some more experience in the salon I, I think it's especially for our jobs we don't speak with the clients directly so mm. often so mm. um just to be able to actually see what they need and what they think and how their day is it's just invaluable for us so and you know for us to be to be able to provide a better service to them mm. eventually so so mm. definitely absolutely yeah i'd love to do it again especially if we're going to be trying to get it to a nail salon i'd love to get on board with that but yeah it definitely kind of bridges the gap there's like no I feel like there's much less of a disconnect now between us and the client because we've actually genuinely been in their shoes. And yeah. Got to say, oh, we know how it feels. No, now we do know how yeah. it And feels. also, props for being standing up all day because mm. I was absolutely wrecked yeah. on Saturday night. It's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, I'm bringing a cap chair with me. <laughs> I was You're actually standing all day. Yeah, pretty much. No, With like little, ti- little <laughs> tiny breaks here and there, but mostly standing all day, yeah. Big shout out to the guys for letting us join so far and the, the salons that are going to let us join. But um, yeah, like if there is any other ways, I suppose we can get training out to you, different approaches we can take, anything like that. Because like we said, there's no point in having a system if you're going to only just use a little bit. Mm-hmm. Get the best, get the most out of it. Mm. And we know like, trying to find a time is is a hassle so get into contact with us and just I suppose what other ways can we reach you how can we help you yeah pretty much well thanks so much for uh, for coming on to the show today thanks for having us of course (laughs) we'll let you get back to your agendas (laughs) (laughs) All right, cheers thanks guys okay so moving on from a day in the shoes or well a taster <laughs> yeah of, a taster yeah <laughs> not even not even skimming the surface on that one mm. but um so yeah now we're going to go on to the five expert tips for improving salon team morale 
and overall business. So this is another guest article, isn't it? Yes. So this one is written by Valerie Delforge. Uh, she's founder and CEO of Delforge & Co. She has like over 25 years, 20, 25 years of experience as a salon manager and, you know, just in, in the industry itself. So And she's a regular uh, guest blogger for us as well. Yeah. Most Pretty much every month, yeah. Yeah, kind of well known for the the SOP, the salon owner's mm-hmm. procedure. So a lot of this stuff can always be added into your SOP manual. Yeah. So always keep that on board. So what have we got here then? Yeah, so for this month, I asked her, you know, how to motivate a team and how to go about like millennials and older generations. How do you address both generations within the same salon? And just a little throw in the millennials are like people like us kind of born and raised with technology and stuff yeah. like those. Whereas the older generation are just kind of getting thrown into it and yeah. perhaps some, sometimes overwhelmed with it. You know? And we're always talking about millennials, so I suppose people are almost forgetting about the uh, the X, X generation. Yeah, or, I don't know which one it is. It's like yeah. the, 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 <laughs> so forgotten about, but Valerie, Valerie gives us, I suppose, shows us how to approach... Yeah, so she says, you know, there's a foolproof strategy that she uses for every kind of salon and spa team so that it blends both generations together. And the first step to, to for her is to make your team adhere to your vision. Yeah. So define your vision, make your team understand what your vision is. And once they understand that, then they'll, it'll be easier to for them to work towards that same goal that you have. Uh, she actually said the clearer the, vi- the, the clearer the vision, the clearer the dream. And I can't agree more with that it's so true yeah and with that you should jump on that nearly from day one of your staff member starting because oh yeah we talked about that uh, before about kind of the fear of your your staff taking your list and or your client list and leaving yeah so this is you setting a tone from the get-go that it's your salon it's your team they're part of the team now not as negative as i'm making it not as firm as i'm making it sound <laughs> but make that vision clear that yeah you are the boss and yeah you and have like to where you want to go like yeah, yeah. Yeah. So step two, she goes, create a win-win individual plan of action. So that in that terms, she means, you know, um, what can you do? Like everybody in any situation will want something in the end, you know, and some people it's to get more training. Some people it's to upskill. Some people it could have it could be something completely unrelated to the job they're doing. Um, and she says, you know, if if you partake in their dream, then they'll partake in yours. It's a give, give, you know? And yeah, as long like, as it's as long as it's not like um hinding their their set targets or anything, uh it's a win win situation, you know? Yeah, like that's your reciprocity there. It's like yeah. you have to give a little to get a little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So share your vision, share your dreams and <laughs> share your dreams. But share where you want to go <laughs> yeah. with each other to show, right, listen, I'm listening to you. But this is what I want. Here's how we can make it work together. Yeah, exactly. Because then after that, she's like, find out what they want. And the key to motivate someone is basically to understand what they want in the background. Because uh, she says, like, you know, if if someone wants um, to stay in the industry and just, you know, get higher and higher, then you got that. And then you can offer training. And then they'll have they'll be happy at happy out to help you out afterwards. Exactly, because well, if you're helping them. You, you've helped them develop. Yeah, but even if they didn't want to like stay in the industry overall, and like they're they're doing a course in something else, can you offer them uh, more time to study when they you know achieve a target or like just finding a way to help them in their dream? 
and then that way because in 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 the end they're still working in your salon while they're exactly. doing that second thing on the on the side you know you're trying to find that balance like it's easy to say oh well you're a member of staff for me you're going to work for me you're going to do what i say but at the same time if they've got other stuff going on in their life and that's affecting that yeah all of a sudden the whole attitude of working with you changes yeah and they're so, nearly going to want to leave then at that stage um so after that step three uh, there's only actually five steps so we're halfway through already <laughs> uh, step three meetings 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 we can't stress that enough um valerie has actually written a few blogs about meetings and, and uh, we've, we've covered about it, about it times, yeah. yeah so you know individual team meetings they're just crucial to yeah. a, a smooth operation it's yeah yeah and it's what you make of it uh it doesn't necessarily have to be two people in a room like grinding through what has to be done yeah. it's the two of you could go out for a coffee or just pop outside for a, a brief walk anything whatever like again you know your team members what's the best approach to go with them don't yeah. force them into a room if that's not the type of person they are exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um step four designing a training program so uh she says that Offering education and uh, having a budget set for training is actually really, really motivational for most staff uh, because that way uh, you, you, you get to, they get to, to, to learn a new skill. You could set it for every quarter, every, like, you know, a yearly program, but anything that happens any, every quarter or something, it doesn't have to be every week, you know. And she says, and not just brand training, like she was giving us examples where she was saying, I know of a spa who trained their staff in tea making from a tea, Japanese tea master or a hairdresser who had the team going on a head massage course. That Japanese tea master is pretty cool. Though. <laughs> it is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and she just delivered a reception training uh, that focused on how to handle pressure. So, you know, like it doesn't have, it doesn't Who have is to this be, person? this is really good. <laughs> it doesn't has to, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, treatment related. It could be something out the box that just, you know, you can tie in skills that could help you in reception or front of house or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's different as well. I suppose like yeah. someone going, do you want to make some, uh, Japanese, learn how to make Japanese tea or well, something like that. think about it. Like if you get a training in that, then you can offer tea as, you know, customer service perk. In, in the salon and you just kind of have an understanding of this extra th cool thing you know? everyone does tea and coffee that's your that's your I suppose your upper hand yeah yeah exactly um, so that was a really cool point and her step five is uh, she says it all starts from the interview and you were mentioning that just earlier but it is true like it's as soon as someone comes into you know your your business environment you need to make everything crystal clear as to what's your vision and where you want to go and what do you expect of them yeah and it's it, like don't be worried about scaring them just like it's again it's all about how you approach the situation yeah so you could do it as part of your induction so someone has just started with you today oh we're going to do an induction week so i'm just going to take you through a couple of things here's our vision here's where we're going to go we offer training but this is like i suppose not what we expect of you but we, we'll help you progress your career mm -hmm. but we need a little bit back so yeah, exactly. just address it all from the get-go and again it can be done as part of an induction so it's not a like you have to do sort of thing yeah exactly um so that pretty much covered it for salon team morale but if we go on to our second uh, guest article uh, she used to work for forest she's a trainer and beauty industry expert Cal caroline quinlan um and she talks about you know what 
how like how good retail could be for your salon basically and that pretty much ties into the webinar I'm just giving today actually so and yeah. um, it's nice to chat about it I suppose today yeah like we've talked about it from our own experience uh, you do the webinar yeah. and now we actually have an expert's opinion on it yeah so uh, Caroline just basically the, the the outline of the blog is that she puts a, a fictional situation together and explains why that therapist would be scared to sell more retail. And then, you know, she she says, okay, well, from a salon, salon owner's point of view, you're thinking, well, we're getting loads of clients, so why should I pull that, that therapist aside because uh, she needs training to sell more retail? And the answer is that it's so much more beneficial for you if you don't have the means to hire new staff. Yep. Uh, retail can help you scale without doing that extra hire, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just so much easier to uh, if you if you have someone that sells, you know, just an even a 10 extra quid a day, multiply that by five times a week and, you know, tw- uh, 52 weeks a year, you've got a whole bunch of revenue just there line. Yeah, I love the way you Sleeping. didn't actually work it out, but yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not going to work that <laughs> it's out. It's a Monday morning. Anyway, it is a Monday you, you morning. You get the juice. She was like to me, like, no. It's <laughs> gone all right now. <laughs> yeah, um, and then she highlights, you know, five steps towards success. So she says, get your commission right. Uh, we do have a blog on commission, actually. We we've, we've get it requested quite often, actually. Yeah, it was weird. I actually got a request for it last week. I didn't know we had commission blogs, but apparently we do yeah, now. Yeah, we do. So. Um, then she says, you know, try and give a monthly prize per, uh, for a salesperson of the month. Uh, maybe come up with a fun name with it. Uh, quiz your team on products. So what's it? What's in the products? Why do you use this one? Which I like. What it will, what will it do to my hair or my face or whichever? Uh, and that would be great if you wanted to do uh, product demonstration days with your yeah. clients as well. Yeah. At least your staff are fully trained in it. People exactly. are coming in. And you don't have to go guess buying products, as in guessing what products to buy. Yeah. You get some samples, get your clients in and find out what products they actually want to use. Yeah. So then you just start stocking at that and it makes it easier for your uh, for your team to sell them. Exactly. And another thing to make it easier to sell is uh, creating a conversation agenda. So, you know, instead of just having that uh, end of appointment pitch, yeah. <laughs> you can, you know, introduce the product and its benefits and all of that within the entire appointment. So it makes it less pushy and it also gives you the opportunity to upsell. So. Well, it's conversational. I mean, like if you're doing a certain treatment on someone's hair or a certain style of nail polish or varnish or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's going to come up in conversation what product are you using? Oh, oh yeah, using for sure. this product. Why are you using that product? Well, because I can do this, this and this with you. Yeah. So. Um, and the fifth uh, step would be to prepare your therapist for object- objections. So if someone goes in and says, yeah, but I can get shampoo anywhere for like five pounds cheaper. What do you say to that? You know, you need to prepare yourself for that. Well, you need look, to, to sell the benefits of it. You can always walk into Tesco and get a five quid cheaper, yeah, but are you getting the expert advice? Like, that's you going in going, I think I need this product. Mm-hmm. Where if you're in the salon, you guys are the experts, you're yeah. the professional, you know and, way more than I would. Yeah, and you need to educate your clients about, you know, what you are providing. Yeah. And you're the best ones to do that, so why not take advantage, you know? Yeah, and like there is that. Um, oh, I was gonna say something, but you've got tips coming up here, so yeah. I'll hold off. <laughs> so yeah, so she goes on with five tips to sell more retail, and that kind of ties in uh, perfectly to the webinar I'm giving today on retail. But in a nutshell, loyalty scheme and um, music 
the, the, the kind of music that you have in the salon is going to influence uh, buying behavior. Um, and you can get Spotify sure, playlists yeah. uh, that kind of work with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. For anyone using Spotify. Um, <laughs> displays, uh, so you know how you how you present your products and uh, are they accessible? Yep. Like if if they're locked behind a, like a little uh, glass door, it's, is it it's effort be for the client to yeah. have to ask you to get exactly. that product? Or yeah, because most pick people it up? are kind of shy to do it. Oh yeah, completely. Like, yeah. I mean, like if something is, if I have to do an extra step, I'm not <laughs> going to do this. Yeah. Life is all about shortcuts. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so making your prices clear is the fourth tip, and the fifth one um, is to remember that the longer a client stays in the salon, the more likely they are to, they are to buy. Now we're not talking hold them there until they <laughs> yeah, buy exactly. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but you know, if you, if they're sticking around and uh, they're asking questions, yeah, yeah, you've got more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it'll make it easier. So if if at least you try to, you just don't leave them in the corner. You know, and try to make a conversation. Exactly. Yeah, and like for anyone out there that is kind of, if they think their staff aren't going to want to. Uh, I suppose upsell because it might affect their tips put that commission scheme in place because I remember back in college when I was working in a bike shop we had the, the commission basis or the KPIs for every certain product we sold we got a couple of couple of cent at Christmas time I was wait, making more on those commissions than I was working there so like that was like the, probably, that encouraged me yeah, to upsell as much incentive. as possible yeah so <laughs> Put those incentives into place. They they could only be fifty p fifty cent per product, whatever. Work out your margin. But yeah, like your staff will be on board. That they mm. will be more kind of here. You go. Yeah, and that that goes for like staff that works for you, or even you know booth renters and stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess that pretty much sums it up for the blogs. Uh, but if we go on to webinars, webinars, there's one today, as as I was mentioning. So the retail webinar is on. And then uh, that's 3 p.m. UK, Ireland and 10 a.m. US Eastern time. Um, and the other webinar we have coming up is just this Wednesday on online reputation. And that's given out by Chris Brennan. So that's talking about how people treat, rate, and react to your salon online. Exactly. So your Google v- reviews, your Facebook reviews, and your Yelp reviews. Yeah, and that's exactly the same time. 3 p.m. UK, Ireland time, 10 a.m. US Eastern time. So that New York kind of uh, area. And you can register for those through the Facebook events pages? Yes, yes. exactly. Like in the, in the ticket section. And obviously it is free, so don't be shy. <laughs> Just save your spot. Cool. So, um... Yeah, thanks for tuning into the show today. Like we said, as always, um, if you like the show, why not give us some feedback on iTunes or Podbean? If you have someone in mind that you'd like us to interview, even yeah, give, us if, a, give us a shout. If there's any any topics you want us to cover, give us a shout. Tweet us at the Forest Word. Yeah, whatever way, even call into the first impressions and say <laughs> I want to talk to Killian or Zoe. <laughs> um, and also, um, like we said about doing today in your shoes. If there is, if you do have any kind of ways that you might think would be better for us to help you out, get you more training on the system, again, let us know. How can we help you? Mm, Exactly. So saying that, uh, have an amazing week and we'll catch you next Monday. Enjoy.